0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, June 12th, 2023. How is everyone doing? We are in the midst. We are in the throw of the Calder Cup Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals. The Kelly Cup has recently wrapped up. The Memorial Cup is wrapped up. We are down the home stretch. We come of the hockey season, and the Bears are still playing hockey. This is great. And finally... Finally, this past week, we get the games underway. We are finally going for 12. A chance to bring it back home. The legendary Silver Chalice. For the first time in nearly six years, we have a chance to bring that thing back home. No more tarnished memories of being swept by the Lake Erie. Don't call us Cleveland Monsters. We're going to go back to the glory days of beating Texas and the Milwaukee Admirals and and Manitoba, yes, and the Moose. This won't be like Hamilton. This won't be like St. John's, I think. The Bears are representing the Eastern Conference. We have our opponent, the Coachella Valley Firebirds games 1 and 2 to review, that took place all the way out in California. The Bears, for the first time since 1956, are playing hockey in the golden state of California, out there in the Palm Springs Desert at Azcor Arena. I've been pronouncing... I've out there at ASCOR Arena, and it turns out I've been pronouncing it wrong all this time. Sorry about the discrepancy. Something happened with the microphone here. Sorry about that. But, but, the Bears are playing out there. This Coachella Valley team is good. They are very veteran heavy. They are really good. They're, (laughs) they're, they're good. This is the toughest test the Bears are facing as of yet. That's what I told Corey. On the preview show, and thank you to everyone who listened to that. And boy, last week was a busy week for me. I did four shows last week. This show, a preview show, I was on the uh, Locked On Capitals uh, podcast hosted by, by Don uh, Home, a friend of the show. And Bob Matthews, who also does a Capitals podcast, brought me on as well. So yeah, it was a rather busy week for yours truly. And finals hockey is very stressful, everyone. It is very stressful. And I'm not used to covering the Bears this late. I'm not. Usually, I'm pumping out game overs by this point. Usually, I'm just relaxing, enjoying the last days of hockey. Because believe it or not, boys and girls, this goes seven. We've only got like ten days left. We've only got like maybe eight games left in the pipeline. And then we're done for hockey in North, North America. So... Just enjoy this because it'll be gone before you know it. But let's not think about that. Let's not, let's think about a happy ending where the Bears are lifting the cup and joyous celebration. And game one was ready to get underway on a Thursday night, all the way out there in Palm Springs, California. Yay. Start time puck drop for this. Okay. Alright, this is just gonna be like the Stanley Cup Finals. The games are gonna be at 8 o'clock my time, and you have to stay up a little bit late, but 10:30 and o'clock o'clock's doable, so we'll be fine. Oh. 10 10? 10 p.m. local time. 10! Wait wait wait, what? What why are we doing this? Well, Palm Springs needs to start at 7. Why? Can we compromise it at 9 p.m.? You guys start at 6? Can we compromise with that? I mean, at least for the Saturday game? You know, work with me here, people. Work with me here, people. But, you know what? Fine. We don't travel west very, very often. So, you know what? Let's just be fine in their house. And I'm watching on AHL TV. And, boy, Ascor Arena is full and humming with life. And I, got, I, I like how the um, the Firebirds did their own Carter Cup playoffs logo. It's it, it every team has it. It's it's Carter Cup playoff 2023. The team's logo in it, and it's also of their primary colors. The Bears are chocolate and off white, and they had fire red and navy blue. It's a weird contrast, but hey, it works. And we see their mascot Fuego. You know, like N Fuego. Cute. I know. And he's out there. He's ready to go. He's shooting a bubble gun, waving towels. You know, it must be nice to have a mascot that does that. You know, one that doesn't go around going, Let's go, Bears! Wait, where's something? I need a drum. need a drum. Let's go, Bears! That's all you get out of Coco. That's all you get. It's nice to have a mascot who actually goes out and does things. But I'm rambling. I'm rambling. So so puck drops. were underway. Game 1 there at Core Arena and first time ever Hershey and Coachella Valley going at it. A little bit of a feeling out process between these two between these two teams. You expect that in a finals because unlike the Stanley Cup finals, these two teams don't play each other. They don't absolutely don't. And the Bears have not played west of Texas in nearly 60 years. Honestly, I don't know who is farther west. Uh, the Texas Stars or the Manitoba Moose? Honestly, I, I think Texas barely. So, so early on, so about midway through the first, the Bears take a penalty. Bjorkström goes off for the hook. The hook is the crook, Jerry. And this team is very loaded talent. Me and Corey talked about it. A lot of guys who were up with Seattle during during the year. Cole Lind, um, Polter Lorensky got up there. Max McCormick sent some time time up there. Alex True, we all know him. Um Tysent, um, Tyson, Tyvantsen, Alex Travansen has been up and back between Seattle and between the pipes <laughs> I forgot to mention. Between the pipes, of course you would Hunter Shepard, grab your palisman, get out there, and Joey DeCord. That Joey Decord who's been in Seattle, that Joey Decord who's been in Ottawa, former Belleville Senator, former Ottawa Senator. Okay, you're really going to need to work against this guy. This is probably the most experienced goalie the Bears have faced. Not just some AHL hang around. I'm looking at you, Malcolm Subban. But a guy who's pretty darn good. But anyway, Coachella to the, to the power play. And they're getting set up. Set up Parker Evans past the puck around. back up top to Cole Lind, who's looking and looking and looking. The Bears are doing good. We faced a potent power play with Rochester. We should be able to handle these guys. Over to Ty, Ty Contre. Goes to the circle. Rister scores! Oh gosh, that's a that's a low shot. Stick side, and it beats him, and the goal horn goes off. Ty Cartre. Ty Cartre. Thai country. You gotta say it, no matter the bastard weather. Gets the first goal of the series. His sixth. Cole Lind, seventeenth assist. Jesus. Riker Evans, not Riker's beard. Riker's Evans. Gets it. Power play goal. One nothing. Coachella Valley. Okay. 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 He's okay. It's okay. We got this. And Coachella Valley is really disturbing the bears there in in the neutral neutral zone. Really trying to press the pace, and the bears are re- they're having trouble getting the puck out of their own zone. I'm seeing bears fall over. What the heck is going on here? As the boys are just the bad news bears are starting to show up a little bit. Is it the yips? Is it the dread yips are in it? But no, no, it's not. It's not, we get out of the first and it's still 1 nothing Bears. Well, 1 nothing Bears. 1 nothing Coachella Valley. And um I'm not gonna lie to you, everyone. I went to bed. It's a Thursday night, I have a 5 a.m. wake up call. Unless I know the cup's gonna be awarded, I ain't staying up that late for this. Sorry, it's a school night. It's probably the one time it's gonna happen. Going to happen. But I checked in. My buddy Joe kept checking with me. He works overnights. He stays up for this. So they're stay- staying up for this. And Coachella Valley, Vile Petman left out in the open. rister. he scores. Vile Pittman gets on the board. Cole Lind, his 18th assist, second assist. Riker Evans gets another one. 2-0 Coachella Valley at the end of two. And Joey Decord is playing very, very, very well. The ser- the, the, that period was much more even shot wise not a lot of penalties being called trying to get rather physical but the bears are trying to hang in there and it's two nothing heading into the second okay two nothing we've done this before against rochester we've done fine but the firebirds just come out still playing their game just taking it to Hershey is Cole Lindrick. Finds Polterinsky wide open. Who's got him? Shoots and he scores! What's that? What's that? What's defense? Two minutes into the third. Andrew Polterinski, his third. Cole Lind, his third freaking assist of the game. Get a body on it. Riker Evans, his third assist. What's going on here? 3-0. 3 0. And Joey DeCord has a Kindle and is reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I mean, guys, the game has started. Come on. Let's keep this going. Nine minutes into the, into the third. Jasper Frode, and he's left all alone. What the hell is defensive heat scores? Jasper Frodine back and forth between Seattle. Andrew Poltolorenski gets an assist. Brogan Rafferty gets an assist. Alex True scores 30 seconds later. Two goals in 30 seconds. Max McCormick gets his 11th assist. Brogan Rafferty gets his assist. And it's 5-0 Coachella Valley. And I'm not saying much about this because, again, I didn't watch it. And I didn't need to. The shots were relatively even. 27-25 as Coachella Valley buries their opportunities. And the Bears lose game one. They lose game one. Hunter goes 22 for 27. But because the defense out in front of him leaves him out to dry. Joey Decord, 25 save, shutout. And Coachella Valley is feeling it. The same team who did an anti-chocolate ban. An anti-Hershey ban. And starts throwing M&Ms and Nestle Crunch into the garbage. Um, does anybody want to tell him that that's not... No, 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 no. Let him cook, as the kids like to say. Let him cook. And the fans out there in Coachella Valley are just going absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. And you know what? When you post a... Winning game one, when you come out on fire in game one, pun fully intended, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. You can. And it's another game on a big stage where the boys fall flat. Frank wasn't in, Gersuch was in, Massey was in. But just a complete dud of a game one. And I'm not asking much for when we go up to Coachella Valley. I'm not asking much. Out there, It's going to be tough. But just get us a split. Get a split out there. That's all I ask. That's really all I ask. But you know what? I shouldn't be worried. I should not be worried about this team whatsoever. The Bears have recovered after every loss they've had in these playoffs so far. They've, re- they've been able to recover. And we look to go back at it on a Saturday night. For Game 2, Coachella Valley was up one nothing in the series. And we'll see how it goes here in Game 2. And we'll be right back to talk about it right after this. Hey Bears fans, it's time to light the lamp during the Hockey Playoffs. DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can make $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And use code THPN. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Kansas, call 800-522-4700. On behalf of Bootheel casino and resort kansas 21 plus in most eligible states but age varies by jurisdiction eligibility restrictions to plot apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources bonus bets expire seven days after insurance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at draftkings.com hockey terms and now on with the show and we're back here on the Grits and Barrett podcast. Thank you to DraftKings.com for sponsoring this podcast. So the boys are going to go back at it on game two on a Saturday night. And I'm staying up for this one, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's another 10 p.m. start. Yes, Firebird people on Twitter have been running their mouth, bumping their gums. AHL.com, the first goaltender to post a game one shutout since blah, blah, blah. Joey Decord's been doing this. Joey Decord's doing that. Alex True with the great feed. The Firebirds are doing so well. Could they become the first team to win a cup their first year in the league? Wouldn't that be so great, everyone? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But I guess to the victor goes the spoils and all that other fun stuff. And in game two, this one I was staying up late for. I was wa- watching Vegas and Florida on a Saturday night. Things went good. Vegas takes game five, are up 3-1 in the series. Maybe this is a good, a good omen of things to come. This, this could be a good sign. This could be a good sign. Vegas has lost. Bears have lost. Vegas has done well. Bears are doing well. It's been over a decade since I've seen a team I like win the Stanley Cup and the Bears won the Calder Cup. The last time that happened <laughs> was in 2009. And maybe it could happen again. And the Bears come out for game two. It's still, once again, Hunter Shepard versus jo- Joey Decord. Some adjustments have been made. Um, made. Gersich out. Frank in. Okay. Okay. Massey out. Vinny Iorio back in. Okay. He's back. He's fine. He was in a red contact jersey earlier, non-contact jersey earlier in the week there at practice. But hey, hey he's back all right okay so we get at it there in the first period and the bears just come out flying come out absolutely flying this is the team that we've known disruptions in the neutral neutral zone getting three on two rushes three on two rush up fires over the corner sliding they shoot and it hits the post oh my gosh okay okay Okay, they're getting DeCord to move lateral. This is good. Good, because a lot of shots in the beginning was going right in the bread basket, right in the Firebirds logo there for jo- Joey DeCord, making life easy for him. And you can't can't do that. You absolutely can't. And the Bears do get, do get a power play early as Jesper Frodeen goes off for holding and Ness at the point. Over to Ethan Frank. Pumps. Fires. Bing! Oh, my goodness. Frank had it. Wasn't that hesitation that got him? But nothing doing on the power play for the Bears. But it, it's it's fine. It'll be fine. Bears try to do one of the wrap around the boards clearing clearing attempt as a Firebird plays out of the zone. Dylan McElrath comes over and bam, right in the numbers, goes down and he goes off for interference. Got a little frisky there, eh, Captain? I hope this isn't a theme. I hope this is not a thing. But the And the Bears, well, we know what the Firebirds' power play can do. But the Bears held their ground. Held their ground. And Mikkelrath takes his penalty he heads back out on the ice. But Ethan Frank, tripping! Tripping. Sure. Tripping. But, uh, alright. We stand our ground. Firebirds, they go off for tripping. You see, Bears fans? It's even a 2-2. A lot of things are getting called tonight. Okay. This is this is not going to be as loose as before. For N- Lucas gets tied up with the Firebird behind the net, shoves him away, goes to get the puck, and he's going off for interference. He just pushed him. Just gave him a little shove, a little tappy tap. And that's interference? They got tangled. Okay. We're calling everything tonight, aren't we? Okay. Uh, checks... The refs for this game, uh, looking here, um, it's not on the part of the app here. But anyway, they're calling everything. They're calling everything. Okay. Okay. So here's what you do. Here's what you do. If they're going to call everything, mind your P's and Q's, cross your T's, and dot your I's. Okay? You know any stick near the gloves, that's going to get called. All right? If you get anything near the legs, you're going to get called. This is what's been established. All right? We come out of the first. Bears are up 15-5 to five on shots, but it's scoreless. Perhaps the best period the guys have played so far. And this was, this was hopeful. Three pings there in the period. Three of them. But we'll be... Uh, okay. This is good one good shift one good shot the next thing is a goal that's the next step we we had to do this against charlotte we get one good shift one good shot one good goal and it builds from there it'll be just like rochester once we get one pass malcolm suban we'll know what to do so we get into the second get into the second mickelrath gets uh In the corner, gets a stick battle going. Stick comes up on the hands, and he's going off for slashing. (laughs) Okay. Dylan. Dylan. What did we just tell you? Everything's getting called. And, oh, I'm seeing it on the socials. The refs are calling everything. This ref ring is a... Okay. Let's just stop. Let's just stop. The Bears are able to kill it off. They're able to. They're able to be fine. Be fine. They get through. They get the little puck on the zone. Puck slapped, slapped out, and there's a breakaway. There's a breakaway. Tanner Ruinsky's off on a breakaway. Comes in, can't get the shot off, and that's oh. It, there's a penalty, and it's it's a penalty shot. Oh no. Oh no. Penalty shot. Shot as Carson Tornsky. The last penalty shot in the playoffs on the Bears was a a Justin Peters staring down a Jake Gensel for the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Whatever happened to him? In comes Carson, comes in, Deeks, shoots, looks five-hole, and no, Shepard stops him. Yes, yes, stops him. Okay, yes. Channel the power of your palisman there, Hunter. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be a defensive game. We're going to be fine. Play resumes a little bit as Max McCormick goes off for a bit of a hold there at center ice. And the Bears can't do anything about it. Do anything with it. The power plays are racking up and nothing's coming home. The heck is going on? Behind, behind the net. Friggin' behind the net goes off and frickin' Dylan gets called again. Fifth power play for Coachella Valley. Guys, you can't keep doing this. Coachella Valley works it out. Throws in front wide open and they score. Dang it. Who left Jasper Frodeen wide freaking open in the middle of the ice? Three guys down low. What are you doing? Three. And Jasper Frodeen just comes in and goes, oh, hey, bro. In the net. 1-0 Coachella Valley. Jesper Frodeen is fourth. Cameron Hughes is 18th. Alex True is 11th. (sighs) Okay. Okay. It's 1-0. It's 1-0. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Coachella Valley starts pressing. As Cora Arena is going. Fuego. Waving the red towels. Going. Guys, you got to get the momentum back. You can't let him go down. Throw... The p- puck gets dumped in again, throws out, throws out front. Here comes a firebird. Joe Snively staring there going, I got the puck. I ain't got it. It's right by me. Who's got the firebird? He shoots and he freaking scores. Snively, what are you doing? Snively, you're just freaking standing there. Capitals prospect my ass. THAT'S WHY YOU'RE NOT IN DC! YOU'RE JUST FUCKING STANDING THERE! THIS IS THE FINALS! WHAT ARE YOU DOING?! Joe Snively lets... Austin... Poganski... Poganski... P-O-G-A-N-S-K-I... walk by him for his first playoff goal! Shane Wright gets the assist, Riker Evans... He gets another assist, and his fourth fucking assist in two games! (sighs) Am I yelling? Look, I'm not, okay, I'm mad at the goal, but I'm mad when we have Bears standing on the ice puck watching! What is this team? What is happening? 2-0 midway through the period. Dylan Mickelrath off for interference again. Good job, captain. Good job, captain. Where's the roar now? The Bears are able to kill that one off, and it's 2-0. The Bears are trying to play back, but Mason Morelli taps a guy on the shoulders, and he's off. And he's freaking off guys they are calling everything what part of this don't you understand firebirds are able to work it around around the boards finds Riker evans in front winds hunter stares him down fires and did it it's someone just deflects and goes past hunter no three nothing three nothing Riker evans his fourth Cole Lind! Twenty! Twenty assists! Max McCormick is twelfth! Three nothing! Eight minutes to go in the period! And the Bears are still taking penalties! Guys, what part of they're calling everything, don't you understand? And all oh, the fan base is getting riled up. Cole Lind goes off for roughing. And Dylan McElrath freaking trips up a guy! And that's his 1, two, three, fourth penalty. Good job, captain. I'm so glad we gave him the captain. Well, you got to lead by example. Eat my shorts. Four penalties is not leading by example. That's leading the guys to the penalty box and leading us right off a cliff. Another power play. It's LaPierre goes up for hooking. Firebirds gets set up over to Cameron Hughes, wide freaking open and he scores! Okay, I said that wrong. Said that wrong. I I said that wrong. I'm sorry. My emotions are getting ahead of me. The Bears were able to dump it down. Joey Decord slaps it up the ice to Cameron Hughes, who comes in. Two defensemen staring at Hershey. He goes, whoop! Goes past one. Whoop! By a second! And Hunter's going, shit! Where's the defense? Cameron Hughes goes, "Hi, guy!" In the net for nothing. What is defense? What is this? And everybody in Coachella Valley is going nuts. The fan page is blowing up. It's all. Everybody's just losing their fucking minds. And the bear, the so-called. Best and smartest fan base. The refs hate us. The refs are out to get us. Let me grab my phone. The refs don't like us. And here's a cute picture of my niece. The refs are out to get us. The refs want to help Coachella Valley because they're the newest team. Fuck you. Go to bed. It's past your bedtime anyway. You need to get up for early bird at Perkins. 4-0 at the end of second. And the Bears are embarrassing. I can handle losing. But a team to shoot themselves in the foot. Well, the refs are calling everything. Yes, they're calling everything. I'm going to agree with the Calder Farm Stand on this. who Who are great at what they do. They said that, and I agree with this. The refs showed you 10 minutes into the game that they are calling everything. They showed you that they're going to call everything. And you didn't adjust. Well, the refs are calling everything. Yes, they are. They are showing you how they're going to call this. You, Hershey, Hershey Bear player needs to adapt, bro. You need to earn it, bro. Don't blame the refs because you thought, oh, well, Hartford was a a rough series. Rochester was a rough series, so we're going to get away with it here. No, you're not. Yes, the previous one was a little loose. A little loosey-goosey, which tends to happen in playoff hockey. But sometimes you get refs who are going to call everything. That's hockey. How many times do we have to say that? That's hockey. A lot of Bears fans checked out, and I don't blame them after the second period. I stayed through it. The parade to the penalty box continued. Mason Morelli goes off for elbowing. Dylan Mickelrath gets a 10-minute misconduct. Mason Morelli gets a 10-minute for continuing altercation. John Hayden does as well. Hayden goes off for cross-checking. It doesn't matter because Joey Decord... Gets a 22-save shutout where he barely... 33-save shutout. And 29 of those shots were right into him. Bears lose Game 2. 4-0 the final. We have not scored a goal since Game 3 of 2016. We have not won a playoff game since June 14th, 2010. This is a very, very good Firebirds team, that's aided by the refs. Shut up! They are not aided by the refs. Nine power plays for Coachella Valley. Converted on two of them. And they better. But there is blown defense defense coverage. Joe Snively looking lost out on the ice. And Cameron Hughes made our defense look silly. How's that on the refs? You want an easy scapegoat, Bears fans? Yeah, then blame the refs. Then blame the refs if you want somebody to blame so badly. Because you don't want to look at the Bears players and went, you're underperforming and you are not getting it done. (sighs) A lot of the players on the Firebirds have played on the Seattle Kraken this season. Maybe it's a little like the Cleveland Monsters all over again, where half that team played in Columbus and eventually would have NHL careers. But you know the difference between um, the Cleveland Monsters and the Hershey Bears? Three of those games went to overtime. And you know what that means? Those games were competitive. This was embarrassing. Nine nothing in two games. Nine nothing in two games. And I hate to say this, others have said it too, we've only scored one goal in the past three games. One! No, one of them was the game winner, but this whole high-low stuff that we're doing, it ain't working on Joey Decord. It ain't working, because ain't nobody getting in front to clean up any rebounds, deflections aren't working. Coach Nelson has been informed that's how the series is going... Game 2 is how the series is going to be called from now on. Oh, the refs are going to F the Bears over? No. It means it's going to be called very tightly going here on out. And typically, power plays tend to dry up the later in the series you go. But... This is not encouraging. If both these games were competitive, if this was 4-3... And if this was 5-3 with an empty netter, and this turned into an offensive shootout between two teams, I could say, all right, the goal scoring's there. We just need to tighten some things up defensively, and we'll be okay. We're not okay. The top six, it ain't doing anything. It's not. Let's call a spade a spade. Snively's been an assist machine and probably more lucky than good. Connor McMichael has disappeared. Sam Ennis... Not really there. I'm seeing... Passing up on shots. Mike Vecchione's disappeared. Ethan Frank's disappeared. Scarbosa's injured. Henrik Bjorkstrom, I guess he only does stuff against Hartford. Let's call a spade a spade... On this. The bottom six saved our asses a lot. But when that dries up... You need your big boys. You need them. Look at what's happening out in Vegas. They're big boys... Stone, Eichel, Chandler Stevenson. I'm just saying that because he's a former Hershey Bear. But their boys have all come to play. And they're scoring. The top guys for Florida are getting neutralized. Matthew Kachuk's having a very bad day. But Alex Barkoff, he's barely done anything. He has no points. Ekblad has nothing. Has absolutely nothing. And when your big boys don't come to play in big spots... You ain't winning. And need I remind you, Bears fans, that this is yet two big games and another big game situations where the boys haven't come to play, who have crapped their pants in big moments. We saw this at Teddy Bear Toss night. Don't at me. The Teddy Bear Toss was one that fans looked forward to, and the Bears, in the moment, the game got called early because all of you started throwing bears on the ice early. Game three against Charlotte at home. A chance to finish the series at home. Pfft, didn't do it. Hartford game three. All right. We did that there. There's one. Game five against Rochester in Hershey. A chance to finish the, se- the series in Hershey and win the Eastern Conference. Nope. Let's go back to Rochester and do it there. Two big games in Coachella Valley. And you were embarrassed. Embarrassed. In it. This team is going nowhere. And there is a very real chance we're going to see the cup being handed out at Giant Center. Which hasn't been done to an opponent at Giant Center. Which hasn't been done since the old barn days. Would I much rather see Coachella Valley win it out there? Yeah. It stings a bit less. But this team, it needs some Miracles. It needs some miracles. And I don't know if it's there. Prove me wrong, Hershey. Prove me wrong. And I've said this plenty of times during the season. But these two games, this team feels outclassed, outgunned, and straight out of luck. Game three, Tuesday, at Giant Center. No bigger game in this series is going to be game three. You win game three, and there's some life. You go down 3 nothing at home, and then frickin' Thursday night the 14th, the 15th, could almost be a funeral watch for that. Or maybe Saturday the 17th, they might gentlemen sweep us. And if it's sounding like, oh, well, are you losing faith in the Bears? You don't have a lot of hope? I honestly don't at this point. And you want to know why? Because they aren't giving me a reason to be hopeful. They're not. It's on them. And how they respond in Game 3 is going to say so much about this team. Prove me wrong, Hershey. Bear up. Chocolate up. Show us the roar that you post on social media so much. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this, this week. I'm sorry that this was a lot more angry focused, but... This was two very frustrating games, and if the Bears sweep all three games at Giant Center, then we have a diff- we have a series. We have very much a different looking series, but I'm not sure this team can do it. And I'm just being real with everyone. So, Bears fans, let's see you Tuesday at Giant Center. Let's see how this goes. But above all else, I'm still gonna say it.